is therapist Tierra. Ah, it's a new year. <laughs> the year 2020, y'all hit the coast of many people's lives like a hurricane. Whether it was a good year or a bad year, everyone's life was impacted in some way. Some people were left with feelings of hurt, numbness, or even anger. Some people were downright angry with God. Okay, being frustrated with God doesn't always look like, God, I'm not talking to you. It can also look like irritability towards the ones you love. Depressed symptoms such as tearfulness, poor hygiene, or even skipping meals. Oh, and the numbness, y'all, the numbness. It can manifest into abusing substances or lacking self-control in our behaviors. It can also look like running to a totally different city, getting thrown off a boat and swallowed by a big old fish. <laughs> Y'all, stay tuned in this season. We gonna talk about Brother Jonah a little later, okay? <laughs> anger is a secondary emotion okay what do I mean by this we almost always feel something else before we get angry y'all we tend to resort to anger in order to protect ourselves from or cover up other vulnerable feelings so if anger is a secondary emotion then the primary emotion is what is felt immediately before we feel the anger so a feeling of sadness or disappointment or rejection, that is what's beneath what you can see. So if the tip of the iceberg is what you can see, that's cutting up, arguing, um, verbal aggression, that's anger. What's beneath that is going to be something like sadness, depression, or rejection. Following me? Okay, picture this. You remember the movie, The Titanic? Remember the scene where the people were standing on the deck underneath the moonlit sky, and then they saw that huge iceberg, and then a few minutes later, they actually hit that iceberg. Well, think about your anger as being what you and others can see, which is the tip of the iceberg. Now, what you can't see is what's beneath the iceberg. For some, there are feelings of sadness, again, disappointment, or rejection. And hear me, there are so many other emotions that cover beneath the iceberg. You know what? I will post a picture to my Instagram at Therapist Tierra so that you can actually see a visual of what anger looks like above or the tip of the iceberg as well as beneath. Now, also hear me when I say this, addressing any anger with God, y'all, it's a journey. So being able to, to identify that primary emotion is key and getting on the right path. Okay. Case in point, the first murder that ever occurred was that of Cain killing Abel. Cain and Abel were the first two sons of Adam and Eve, and Cain's job was similar to that of a farmer. He worked the fields and tilled the ground, while Abel was a shepherd. Now, y'all, in that era, people oftentimes gave offerings to the Lord in the form of their occupation. One day, these two gave offerings to the Lord also, 
Abel gave his best fat sheep while Cain gave some fruit. Y'all, Genesis 4-5 says that the Lord did not respect Cain or his offering. And as a result of that, Cain became angry to the point that his very appearance changed. You know, what I thought was really interesting about the story is that as I read along a little further, God gave Cain some insight to himself. God shared that he could see anger in Cain and even shared that sin was knocking at the door. (laughs) He encouraged Cain not to answer that door, though. Y'all, Cain, of course, did. He answered it and ultimately killed his brother and then acted brand new when the Lord asked him, Cain, where is your brother? Am I my brother's keeper? (laughs) Y'all, y'all, y'all. In the Max Lucado book, Applause of Heaven, the author says, Resentment is the cocaine of the emotions causing our blood to pump and our energy levels to rise. There is a dangerous point at which our anger ceases to be an emotion and becomes a driving force. That's why bitter people complain to anyone who will listen. And just like cocaine, resentment can kill. Physically, it kills with high blood pressure and other conditions. Emotionally, It kills with anxiety and depression. Y'all, spiritually, it shrivels the soul. Hatred is the rabid dog that turns on its owner. And revenge is the raging fire that consumes the arsonist. Bitterness? Huh. Bitterness is the trap that snares the hunter. Yet mercy. Mercy is the choice that can set them all free. This is gonna sound super duper weird, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Y'all, I get so encouraged when I get a new client that shares that they're angry with God. You wanna know why? It's because these individuals are seeking support to heal rather than choosing to dig a hole and throw a seed of resentment in the ground of their soul. You know what? I feel like somebody needs to hear this. It's okay to be angry. Let me say it for the folks in the back. It's okay to be angry. So get this. There's this scripture that says, Be angry and yet do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. But what do you do when you believe your anger is towards God? Guess what? You have a conversation with them. (laughs) So get this. Recently, I was having a conversation with one of my brothers. And he shared that he believes that a prerequisite to being a believer is that at some point in your life or in your journey, you were angry with God. You know what? One thing that I've observed is that while completing my research for this topic, I met a lot of people who were angry with God at some point in their journey. 
So I want to give you three steps you can take, three tools for your toolbox to help you on this journey if you are struggling with anger towards God. And guess what? This is homework. So get something to write with. Step one, go for a walk alone and tell God what's up. Let him know how you feel, okay? You see, I have worked with a lot of clients whom I've prescribed this and they've said, but I did, I did talk to the Lord. I did pray and he ain't do nothing. That's why I said, go for a walk alone and tell God what's up and let him know how you feel. This is just step one. Step two, Google scriptures about your issue and actually read it. For example, if you feel like God left you or abandoned you, then Google scriptures about abandonment. Step three, you guessed it, read them. Y'all, that is how God answers. And step four, expect an answer and be willing to wait for a response. So here's the deal. I encourage anyone who is struggling with feelings of resentment, shame, anger, bitterness, all of the above to get an appointment scheduled with a therapist. And if you have a desire to get paired with a Christian therapist, I strongly encourage you get an appointment scheduled and ask that therapist, are you a Christian or not? You know, if that's something that you have to have, just I want to encourage you to know or just just give a little insight. And I've shared this in previous sessions that um, sometimes therapists don't have it listed that they're a Christian therapist. For example, me, if you search for me, you're not going to find that, you know, I'm a Christian therapist. I am a Christian. And if you bring that into the session, then we can address it. If not, we ain't going there. Okay? Does that make any sense? Get your homework done. (laughs) Hey there, it's Therapist Tiara. And y'all, there are so many people who have had or currently have beef with God. This season, y'all, let's talk about it. Believe me when I tell you that your issues with God, they matter. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with your tribe. Let's not do life alone, y'all. You can find this season as well as others by searching Therapist Tierra. You guessed it wherever you get your podcasts. If you don't take nothing else home with you, I need you to know this. Conviction without action creates negative generational patterns. See you every Monday. Bye. Thank you.